the sound. What's up with ya? What's good? What's really good? <laughs> Welcome to the Debo and Kalen Podcast, episode four. Quattro. You feel me? So we're going to do, uh, it's called Goat Talk. Goat Talk, not talking about LeBron versus MJ. Not talking about the little animal with the horns. We're talking about the grace of all time. We're talking about humility. We're talking about ego, confidence, all the things that, you know, Ego is a big thing topic when we're talking about, you know, athletes and how they uh, see themselves in the athletic space. I mean, it really applies to all celebrities, but we wanted to talk about athletes mainly because we felt like that was the biggest thing. So, uh, you know, we've been arguing about this for a little bit. We got a lot of points to hit today, so we're going to kind of jump into it. My Devo, points are always right. Like I said, we're going to kind of jump into it. You know, I'm not going to worry about what you just said. So, uh Debo, what would you be if you weren't an athlete, bro? And how how important do you think is uh, ego to an athlete? And like, how has it changed you? How has being an athlete changed your ego? Well, to answer your first part of the question, okay, what would I be if y'all if y'all don't know by now? I'm Nigerian, and growing up in a Nigerian household, there's only three things you can be: a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. They they value education so highly. Right now, I'm studying to be an engineer, but like if I had to choose like a dream job, I would probably be a therapist. I feel like, especially a lot of uh, African Americans, there's a lot of damage between both men and women in the African American community. So I feel like being a therapist would just help. We need more therapists in the world i feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people just have problems that they keep to themselves and they need someone just to vent and talk to and i just like helping people and talk to to them and listening Mm -hmm. i feel like that would be a great dream job okay all right so let's get into the next part the nitty-gritty the ego how do you think uh being an athlete has changed your ego um it's it's built my ego my ego i think i've gained a lot more uh, 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 more e- been been more egotistical over the years, just because you know in high school being on varsity, playing yeah. basketball, being the man on like school grounds or right. campus, that lifestyle, yeah, that goes with because oh we we talked about <laughs> we're playing tonight. We were talking about this before. No one said about you, anyways. Yes, we were talking about this before. Fourteen. That I didn't think the difference between confidence and ego was that big of a difference, but we're gonna get into that. Because I could have used confidence, the word confidence, but I feel like they're interchangeable. We'll talk. And, we'll talk. and like the, to answer the second part of that question, being having an ego in sports is very important. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't think you're the best, or in like believe you're the best, and act like you're the best, you're not gonna get any. Like it's, you're not gonna get far in sports. I feel like having the ability and knowing and letting people know like mm-hmm. you're that dude, you're that man. I remember my sister used to always tell me every time you step on that court, make it understood that you are the best. Right. Leave do no you doubt. Think, do you think your self-esteem is tied to you being an athlete? Because I feel like before I was an athlete, I don't know if it was because of sport. I think it was because of sports. Like my self-esteem was built up way more after I became an athlete. Like, I got more respect. 
like the lifestyle, I guess, built my ego or confidence, whichever you want to say. Like, I felt like my self-esteem grew as a result of becoming an athlete. Oh. I mean, now I don't need it, but I feel like as a kid, it built my self-esteem. I feel like, because that's what we really grew up on. Yeah. Like, everybody wanted to play, everybody played football outside mm-hmm. in the grass. Everybody played basketball. Everybody, especially like growing up as a young man, like, we looked at, like, at other athletes. We watched basketball and fell in love with it. So, we wanted to be just like them. Yeah. So, like, looking up to, like, a LeBron, a KD, a Kobe, just wanting to be in that position. We love, we love like, how, like, how much attention and the bright lights we got. And, like, just doing, like, Little League, like, basketball. Everybody, oh, my gosh, you had a great game. Yeah. You just like that feeling of making people proud. So that's why I feel like the competition of of sports, like it it builds you up because when you start feeling, you start moving up the ranks, you start feeling better and better because it's. I think it's the easiest way to accomplish goals. Like because you can set sports, you can set a short term goal, like I'm gonna make this shot and do it right away, and you easily feel better. Like I think it's the easiest way to set a short term goal and and keep building on and building on and building on and like see yourself growing. Like the competition of, I feel like builds your self esteem. Oh yeah, totally. More than more than most other things. Yeah, if if I'm if I start like like in practice when we play ones and I bust in your ass, it makes you feel good. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, of course. Yeah, that's definitely hypothetical. That does, that does not happen. But anyways, okay. So now we can get in kind of the next part. Like, wait, I want to ask you, like, what would you what would you do if you weren't an athlete? If I wasn't an athlete, yeah. I probably do like social. Something along the lines of, like you said, helping people. I'd probably be a social worker or, like, uh, something with kids for sure. Like, so I don't want to say, I guess activist would be the word, but I'd be, like, as involved in the community. Basically, what I'd try to do now, but more. Just more. So, just be involved in the community, like, helping out. It would be a 24-7 thing versus, like, now it's kind of, like, my time split. And I think definitely uh, for the second part that you answered, I th- definitely think my ego grew as a result of sports. So we can get into like my thoughts on it are like the best athletes in the world have big egos. Like I don't think it's indisputable. I don't think it's disputable at all. I don't think the, any of the best athletes in the world are humble. Mm. And we've talked about this. That's I don't think I they're found, humble. I at least found one or two. Okay, but okay. Let's here we go. Here we go. We're getting into the nitty gritty. We looked up all these definitions, right? Mm-hmm. The definition of humble is to downplay the importance of oneself and one's accomplishments. This is the textbook definition of humble, right? Yes. I don't think any athletes are able to do that and still become the athletes that they are. Good athletes. Yeah, I think that is. Because a lot of, I feel like there's, there's athletes in that position that give credit to their teammates. They downplay their accomplishments and give credit to their teammates. Because they know they wouldn't be there without them, especially in uh, team sports. I feel like that's very common in team sports. Okay. Well, we were talking about this too. I think you can make a better argument for team sports, but I still don't agree. Individual sports is a definite no for me. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I don't think anybody in individual sports can be uh, humble. For example, you can't be. Yes, you can. Manny Pacquiao. It's you versus everyone else. Manny Pacquiao is a humble. 
individual oh athlete. He boxes. Oh my He's, I, there's a, literally a quote from the richest article that explains that uh, he, Manny Pacquiao is considered the one of the top 20 humblest athletes of all, humble athletes. And they say he's a humble, he's humble. In so you don't think he thinks he's one of the best? You obviously thinks he's one of the best. To humble, to be humble is to downplay your importance. So if, when you ask him if he thinks he's one of the best, then I don't, it's by tech, by definition, he's not humble. Huh? It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. He's just not humble by he, definition. He, you can think you're the best, but still downplay your accomplishments. He 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 says he fights only for mm-hmm. his country. He doesn't fight for the money. He doesn't fight for all the oh extra, the fame, the the attention. That's you know? fine, but That's, I just what? But That's, the com- but the competition of it all. He definitely fights for the competition. You say country, but he he wants to compete. He wants to be the best. And all the athletes that say it's not for money or fame, they want to be the best. Come on now. You can't get that high up in sports without wanting to be the best. It's not possible. You have to... Like, this is why we have the argument between confidence and ego. Because I think they're one and the same. And you have to believe in yourself to at an immense level to get to okay, that. But he's in the aspect of... He's humble in defeat. So you got to admit, he's humble in, in certain aspects of life. You should be humble in defeat. Okay. I mean... But there's people out there that are not humble in defeat. Uh, okay, but that's a whole different issue, losing. Because you're, if you're one of the best athletes in the world, you don't lose often. Sure. People lose all the time. They're not one of the best. The more you lose, the less you, the, you're so, not. So the, do you the, think Jerry, the best athletes don't Jerry lose. West is one of the best players of all time? Do you think he's considered one of the best players of all time? Mm, I would say so. Okay. I guess he lost so. a lot in the finals, especially. So he went to the finals multiple times. Yeah, but he lost. LeBron loses a lot in the finals. Okay, and you just said if you lose a lot, then you're not one okay. of the best. On, on what stage? Like, you won most of the season and most of the playoffs, and but then a couple win. games he lost. Okay, so he, overall, his record is. Okay, if you're doing overall, that. but he didn't win the whole thing, so he lost. Because <laughs> you're measured by. You're measured. Your, and, and especially in basketball, you're measured by your greatness, by how many championships you win. Team sports, you can make a better argument, but I don't think anyone is humble because when the push comes to show, if you come at the if you come at that player, they're gonna talk shit. They're gonna make it known that they're they're one of the best players. Of course, in a media interview with all the lights on, they're gonna give you the answer you want. But when it push comes to show, I they their their ego is gonna come out. For a split moment. And, es- and especially the top players, you can't get to that level without believing that you are the best. What about Andrew Luck? Oh. What What about Andrew? Where do you... He's the... He's considered the most polite athlete ever. They, if, if you ask any I personally think he person plays my games. I personally think he plays my... If somebody hits you with everything you have, <laughs> with everything they have, and they and you say good hit... To me, that's saying that hit wasn't shit. And he says thank you, and he's like, "Can you help me up, please?" And that's to me, up. that's chess and not checkers. No, he's basically no. he's, he's very playing blind. Games he always with says him. thank you. He always helps other. He always helps the other team's players. I out. think that's more demoralizing than somebody talking shit. He's very kind. If he goes, if he's always every time, he's always helping the defensive pl- tackles or defensive players up, saying thank you. Doing all this stuff. Okay, and then they that, that makes him feel like, damn, I hit him with everything I had, and he's not phased at all. He is phased. mind he left football early. He definitely was <laughs> Oh, my God. That's not why he left. Yes, he did. He left because he was getting smacked around? Yes. You don't think he could take it? No. 
CTE was building up. He did like 10 years. And it, he did, that was Is enough. that early? That's enough. That's way above the average. He had a lot more years left. That's way above the average. He's, he was like, what? Maybe. I mean, he's trying to walk when he gets out. He can't do that. Bro, he wants to be able to walk. He's not Brett Favre. He's not Tom he's not Brady's Tom still Brady. going. Tom Brady doesn't get touched. All right, bro. Tom Brady does get touched. Andrew Luck's getting smacked around. His, his team sucks. And he said, good hit. Yeah, with the good hit. And they said, Richard Sherman said he's the most nicest person you'll ever meet. Richard Sherman's the big, one of the biggest <laughs> egos. We already, okay, so we have a list of, of players that, that we think have big egos. So I said Richard Sherman, Terrell Owens, Chad Ochocinco, Michael Kobe, Michael Jordan, Jordan are big ego people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are those people anywhere near humble? No. They, I don't think, I think they show humility in uh, certain things. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you can't, They ch- those players channeled their ego into sports. I I mean even the ones that are quote unquote humble, I think they're still ego. They still have big egos, but they just channel it correctly. Yeah. Like we, I mean, that doesn't mean that they're not. That doesn't mean that they're humble just because they they cha- they channeled it into sports. But there's the ego's still there. It is. So that's their ego's still big. It's just they put it somewhere that's productive. It's still bigger than my my point was that athletes have bigger egos than most people. The yeah, majority of athletes have more e- bigger egos than most people because we idolize athletes. So and we, and we, so and you we, think it's just the fact that you get moved up higher in society makes your ego naturally bigger? Yes. And there's no way to com- combat that because you have a higher pedestal. People idolize you more. Okay. You you have like uh, you you're more entitled when you move up. You feel more entitled as you move up in higher ranks. Right. Okay, because like for example, I think you said this earlier to me. Like if James Harden, like got like if he went to the club and he they said, oh, you would have you have to wait and go back in the line. Mm-hmm. He would look at them like, huh, what? That's ego. I'm James Harden. But, that's that's yeah. not so. All most most top like, players, even the one you said like Damian Lillard earlier, was humble. He's gonna do the same thing as James Harden. Yeah, but like. A regular person is not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go back in the line. Cause they, a regular person is not going to go to the back of the line? No, the regular person is. Because they're not moved up. They're not idolized in society. So they don't, they're don't. they not entitled. They haven't felt that entitlement. Oh, I should get in mm-hmm. the club. So you agree with me that the athletes have way bigger ears than most Majority people. of athletes. Majority? Yes. I, Except for Andrew Luck. <laughs> okay, Andrew Luck might go to the back of the line, but he's weird. They already <laughs> said he was weird. <laughs> Something's wrong with him. That's why he left. He couldn't do it. Okay, so we pulled up we pulled up an article, and I wanted to read it because I feel like it's really important to what we're talking about. Uh, this is from thespotathletics.com, and we were, it's about ego, and it's talking about athletes. Uh, so it says the question we need to ask first has to be if having a big or small ego is more beneficial to an athlete I'll use my own personal experience for the example it's safe to say that I was a high performing athlete at a young age always making the A team never being cut my mindset generated a high sense of self esteem and self importance I was never scared of an opponent I was never scared to lift more in the weight room never worried about playing or if I would be successful in the field I was never worried about something coming along and taking my spot what I have come to learn is that my ego was a false hero 
a false entity and a false reality. It was an alternative fact, as some might say. This reality was not only created by my mind, but was fed by with my athletic success. However, if I had a differing mindset or ego, would I ever have gained the confidence to shake off the bad games, face that tough opponent with no fear? And I feel like that's really important in, in sports to mention because like, I don't see a way around ego. So is he saying that he had a good ego or bad ego? He's saying that it, it was like a false sense of, it was a false reality because it only worked within sports. But like for as far as sports go, him building that was very important to his success. That's what he was saying. So like he needed to build like his ego outside of sports. Outside of? Yeah. No, he's saying that within sports he created this ego oh. by just playing more on like like sports helped him create this ego, right? But it doesn't work translate outside of sports. So that's why we were talking about the lifestyle and like how as an athlete, yeah, it works, but outside of sports this ego doesn't really translate well and that's why i think a lot of athletes turn to like channeling it into only sports and then like outside of the world and the outside world they have to figure out how to you know turn it off like so like was did he not have confidence or self-esteem because i feel like if you're if you have an ego and you're so good at something and you know that you're that good at something i feel like you would have uh self-esteem and confidence to and outside of that sport to do it, anything or everything else. You're saying, say, what are you saying? So, like, say, for example, like, I'm really good. Say, for example, I'm like a LeBron or a Kobe. Right. Why wouldn't, so since I'm so good at basketball, why wouldn't I not have, why wouldn't that build my self-esteem and enable me to have the confidence to do other and try different things and become good at different things outside of basketball. Mm -hmm. But right, I, but I'm. I think th the point is that like, for sports, you have to have an ego that would be considered bigger than normal. It's not useful in other in other uh, fields. So like the fact that it's it ha it like it has to be bigger than normal for athletes, but it doesn't work in other fields. Like of course, confidence and self esteem is good. Just for we already mentioned that we already talked about it's a, that it's a spectrum right so mm -hmm. like one end would be humble that's like the the bottom end and the top end would be egotistical like so like the definition of egotistical when we looked it up was excessively conceited or absorbed in oneself right self-centered so like from humble to egotistical and then within there is most people right and like most people would be dead in the center i think uh and then there's you know, of course, there's narcissists, and then there's very humble people. And I think athletes are somewhere on the closer to the egotistical, just because of what they do. Mm -hmm. So, like in other fields, like the normal office job, you being egotistical does not serve any purpose. It doesn't help you get any further. Mm -hmm. It only works for athletes. I think that's what he's basically getting at. Okay, that's okay. I understand now. I feel, yeah, it only works for like being. Uh, athlete or being an entertainer anything mm -hmm. that or entrepreneur anything that requires to have to have a lot of excess in life right so that's why i said like well yeah it works for us other celebrities and other people that are high up but that's why i said how is um being an athlete tied to you know you get used to that lifestyle and like you can within the sphere of being an athlete like your ego always works right so like you being like terrell owens being in a showboat and always talking and like 
getting all this tension. It works within the sphere of an athlete. But, like, outside of that, once you take away that lifestyle, like, how do you turn that down? Or can he work outside of that, that sphere? It's very hard because you think you're, I, I want to say better, but, like, you think you're kind of a better and better better and above everyone else just because you played a certain sport. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've, I've seen our, uh, athletes have that dealt with, like, just toning down, toning it down. Right. Because we, since we idolize athletes so much, they're, we put them on a pedestal. So, like, we see them, uh, we see them above us. Right. So, like, giving them that ability enables them to feel like they're, they, they, they can talk down to a normal mm-hmm. human being. Something. Like someone like Michael Jordan, I don't think he ever figured out how to tone it down at all. At no, all. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, Michael Jordan. Okay. <laughs> so you wouldn't, you don't think there's any need to tone that down? Why would I? I'm the greatest super ever Okay. So, it, I mean, he lives in his the sphere of athlete at all times. So I guess in that sense, you don't really need to. But like, exactly. just as a person, like the idea of you being able to dribble basketball better than everybody means you get to be an asshole is crazy. It's a crazy idea. <laughs> like when you compare it to other people. Uh, he literally, at one point in his life, was the most famous person to ever live. Mm, Mike Tyson was there around the same time. I would disagree. I think Mike Tyson was fam- more famous. Because no, Michael Jordan was overseas. Mm-hmm. had the one hoop. had Jordans coming out, too. So okay, so yeah, we're back to everybody. The bro, people were outside lines, fighting each other. Intense. That's beast. Intense. Yeah, that's for true. some fours. <laughs> they still do it. They still do it. They still be alive, waiting for to fight for fours. And, and fours are tough. And the elevens, I'll fight for some elevens. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think we can go to this question because I find I think this is interesting. Um, if ego is important in sports, do you? How do some of the humble athletes make it big, or are there any humble athletes? Uh, like I said earlier, I said Andrew Luck is probably one of the only people I could find that was. So how do you think he did it? What do you think it was that? I feel like he always thought thought of himself as just a regular person, mm-hmm. like. Do you think you could outwork? You could work so hard that mental doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He worked hard, but I feel like talent always. I also, I feel like there's God-given ability that you can. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, most athletes, if you talk to them at the highest levels, they say that the game is. Uh, they roughly say like seventy some percent mental at least. If if you know anything about Andrew Luck, he's super smart, and he probably profit for a quarter. For you to be a great quarterback, you need to mm-hmm. be able to process information quickly. And Andrew Luck, if y'all don't know, went to Stanford, got his degree, mm-hmm. and he—I think he's coming a doctor, I believe. I probably, yeah. But I, well, yeah, you need to like, yeah, having the intelligence to play the sport is part of the mental. But I'm more so focused on the other part of the mental, which is confidence. Like, especially like for sports like baseball. Like you, they even go to like the, to sports therapists and psychologists because they're in a slump or this is like confidence is a huge part, especially in basketball. 
It's a huge part of it. So like that's more so the mental part that I'm focused on. Like how do you can you can you still do it without the confidence and the or ego, either one. Uh, I think you could you could do it out without the ego. Like I feel like if you practice practice something so much, mm-hmm. you build confidence and you you have that belief that you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you think? Okay, so now we can get into confidence versus ego. I feel like because this one is kind of like I think they're close to the same, but we could look at we we looked at the definitions right. Mm-hmm. And ego is the self, especially as contrasted with another person or self or the world. So it's basically you contrasted with another person or the world. And confidence is the feeling or belief that you can do something. So I don't think those are very far off. They're not. So in I would say in Andrew Luck's case, he like spent hours and mm-hmm. hours and hours throwing a football mm-hmm. and doing quarterback drills and I, with the help of him being understanding and be able to process this mm-hmm. information that's given to him shortly he was able to become a very great quarterback mm-hmm. well, and, I, I feel like as you build your confidence so you build your ego like because I see it as there's no way around it, your ego building as you get better. Because, like, if I'm working harder than everybody, right, mm-hmm. then naturally I'm going to feel like I deserve the biggest role and I'm the best. Because, like, they're not working as hard as me. If I'm throwing the football hours and hours on end, my confidence is going to build, but my ego is also going to build because, like, they don't deserve it. I've been doing all this work. That's naturally how you're going to feel. I f- in his case, I feel like he's just an outlier. Like, he's just thought he was just so. He's one of the just the dudes. He's a regular guy, mm-hmm. and he doesn't think he deserves anything unless it, he like he doesn't think he's entitled to anything just because he's Andrew Luck. I feel like just the hard work he put in mm-hmm. made him feel like he deserved just him working that hard. Okay, that might be close to the only example of actually humble uh, person in sports that I can think of. I, but I don't. I can't think of very many. Shout out to Andrew Luck. And a, this one, I think this was in the article, but this was an interesting question because we'll we'll circle back around to the LeBron thing because I I don't think we finished touching. But it's it says how do you become humble by playing sports if sports are about pursuing goals and accomplishments? Mm-hmm. So like the goal of sports is to pursue or to like to get accomplishments and to get better and to, you know, move up the ranks. But if you're humble, then you're down, always downplaying your importance. So, like, how can you, how do they go together, being humble and playing? They're almost like the opposites. How do you, like, achieve humbleness through sports? How can you be humble? How do you become humble while you're playing sports if, if the goal of sports is to accomplish things and to basically make your value more? So, like, the goal of sports, like, all the people we consider great have a lot of accomplishments, and they've basically made themselves more important, right? But if humble is downplaying your importance, they kind of don't go together. Um, understanding, if this works in team sports, understanding that you're not yourself 
It's not bigger mm-hmm. than anything. Like, like say for example, you're on a team and all the best team, mm-hmm. and you win a championship. But then next time, next go around, you're on the worst team. Right. Like, knowing and taking that for granted, like knowing that you didn't do this all by yourself and you need teammates. Okay. But no, I mean, not every sport's a team sport. No, so I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving an example for team okay, sports. Okay. okay. So. You're saying that you can be humble because it's. I see it more in team sports. Like I don't think it's necessarily humble. You just you're not really downplaying your importance. You're just also including the importance of everybody else. Which downplays your importance? I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think it's like a pie chart where your like your importance comes down and there goes up. I think it can be yours stays the same and you bring theirs up. Then it's even. But I don't think that's has anything to do with being humble. I think I could still be not a I'm not you don't have to be egotistical. Like there's a fine we talk about there's a spectrum. But you could still have a big ego and also uh include the fact that other people's need to, you know, be brought up. Their importance is also relevant. So that mean then you I think LeBron honestly has a big ego. But a lot of players that are considered humble, I think they have big egos. But then if okay, so like you And know, he's a great teammate. So like say Say you win a game, okay, and then you're highlighting your teammates, and you're saying, "I okay, I didn't do this all alone. They did mm-hmm. this. I'm just, I just, they just put, they helped me, they helped me, and they put me in the in the right positions to win and score." Mm-hmm. You're downplaying your importance to the game and high and highlighting them. Ah, uh, slightly, it's, it goes to a certain extent because at the end of the day, he knows he's the man. <laughs> he's just not saying it like there's no it doesn't look good to say it but like if somebody was to basically ex- exclude him from all the conversations right he does all the majority of the work right and sports center never talks about lebron and they basically take him out of all the pictures they take him out of all the conversations he'd be like bro what the hell he probably, i'm lebron he knows hey, he knows he's the man it's only because he gets the attention as the man that he doesn't have to say that he's the man he, he knows he's the man because he's the amount of work he's put in yeah, but I'm saying they, their attention's already there. Imagine if they remove the attention and the all the fame and all the the news. Like, imagine if they didn't talk about LeBron. He was putting in the same amount of work. Like, he's not gonna worry about his teammates anymore. He's gonna be upset. Mm, not necessarily. You don't think so? Because what? I think he actually truly loves basketball. Without, the money. I think he has a big ego. The money. He has fame. to be the the man or the father figure of the team. What? Like he's he has to be that guy. He has to be the leader. He can't not be the leader. I mean, he deserves it, but I he can't like not he's be. He's a natural leader. leader. I feel like he did. Whether how, no matter how you flip it, it's it's a big ego thing to to assume that you are the leader, even if you deserve it. It's still ego. Because he's assuming that he's going to walk in and be the leader. Because the amount of work he's put in. It doesn't matter. The work doesn't matter. Yes, it's it still does. ego. Because Michael Jordan puts in more work than anybody else, but it's, he still has a huge ego. Because you deserve it. If you if that like like if I'm I, not saying it's bad. If, I'm just telling you that did, it is in fact if ego. Me, me and you were working, right? And I put I was doing way better. You were putting in more hours, and you got employee of the month. How does that work? Like, why wouldn't I not be mad? So you're saying it's it's I mean I, I agree like, that that makes like it makes I agree that it's it's 
Like it's not bad. Ego. It's. I don't think it's bad. I don't think that's ego. But it's. It's still ego. Just knowing that you put that much work in and not getting reward or reward from it. It's like it makes no sense. It makes absolutely zero sense. So. Okay. So now it's. I feel like so you're saying if you put in all this work and you and you don't get a reward, you have a right to have a big ego. And that's and you and if you don't get any recognition for all the work you put in. So what is Michael Jordan's excuse if he's getting recognition and put on and he still has a huge ego? Like what do you mean? He's he's still he's getting recognition for all the work he's put in, mm-hmm. but his ego is still huge. Like he's still talking like he's the best. He's still he's the best. Trash. He knows he is the best. It's not just debatable. It's really at that point. It really, honestly, truly is debatable. If if you're the if you're the best, why wouldn't you know everybody know you're the best? Okay, but it's debatable. LeBron is in the conversation, and there's been honestly is, but there's like, honestly been moments where LeBron has finally said what we all knew. He has moments where he says he's the best. But like, why wouldn't you let the world know you're the best if you think you're the best? So you, so you think he's has you? You don't think he's humble, LeBron? Because uh, you like said he was one of the more humble ones. No, 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 no. I feel like he's humble. In some I said he has big ego. He's humble in some places, but I feel like he's humble. He's more humble than than other athletes, but he definitely has a huge ego. Because mm. I, when I think about the situation with Kyrie Irving when he left Cleveland because LeBron basically sunned him, like he still had to shine. He's still winning, winning championships and all this, but it's just the fact that his ego is so big that the fact that LeBron was like a mentor to him, almost like a father figure, just really bothered him. Because Kyrie thought LeBron, he was better than LeBron. Like, what foolishness is that? <laughs> like, bro, like, no, like, that was beast. Like, like that's somebody that we consider a great person, like, I consider Kyrie a great person. Does yes. like community work, all this and that, but his ego's huge on the court channeled into sports like when he's playing his ego is ridiculous cause he's think about how many people in the world and only like what one like less almost less than 1% play in the NBA just the competition um, factor alone of sports just and think about the people and then think about the people in the play NBA he's one of the he's one of the probably top 15 best players in the NBA right now mhm of course I'm gonna have a big ego. I'm cooking you. Like when I get if I'm getting on the court and I'm mm-hmm. just cooking you, I'm talking. You can't guard me. I'm Kyrie. <laughs> you like come on. Look look dude, you wearing my shoes. You literally have my shoes on. Uh, I'm cooking you. And you wearing my shoes, I'm cooking you. I think okay, so team sports, I think there's definitely now that I've we getting into it, I think definitely could be an argument to be made there's some humble players in team sports because Team sports is not all about you. Individual, I'm never going to be sold. The Manny Pacquiao thing, I don't care, bro. Why not? You have to. He's doing that for his country. It's you versus the entire the world. The amount of competition that is involved in individual sports. Yeah, but the amount of competition, you, just, you have to get through everybody. There's no way you don't believe you're the best. Okay, why do you think believing the best is being not be, being not having an ego? Because it is. But, like, you're putting work in. Like, why wouldn't you think you're the best if you're putting all this work in and then you're beating people as you're putting this work in? And then you get to a certain point and people are calling you the best. 
Okay, but why wouldn't you a think? A lot of it is if people are calling you the best. Why wouldn't you think you're a the lot best? of his opinions? A lot of the goat talks, all his opinions. No one can ever give a clear, solid answer. Right, so at that like, point, when is it saying you the best? Is when does it come to a not point, humble? When does it come to a point when it's not when you're not the best? Like how many people does it have to say for you, for me to be like okay? What sport have we ever solid, like, completely established the best at? I'm going to say Serena Williams is the best female tennis player ever. Maybe that one. Other than that, I can't think of very many sports where we just said for sure. Usain Bolt is the fastest person alive. He was. He was, so he's... Not anymore, but he probably will be be the fastest athlete ever. He has the fastest time ever, so no one's faster than Yeah, but people beat those all the time. Okay. But so as of right now, for the past how many years he's been the fastest person ever? And they said that before was before you saying they okay. said whoever. So was so there. until then, right now, he's the fastest person ever. Okay. Well Michael Jordan was the quote unquote best until LeBron showed up. But how many people do we have to Okay, so like how many people does it have to be until for him like cause even now, people still take Jordan over LeBron. Mm. A lot of people do. There's there's been there's been polls on ESPN and and Michael Jordan's won every single one. I saw I saw a poll on ESPN when the okay, documentary but, came out. Okay, they said they said Jordan was the better. Jordan polarized this like he completely almost brought the league back from the dead. His shoes the most, one of the most popular. He branded himself so ridiculously that people right, automatically no, he, no, no, he, no, no, he, no, he no. entered culture. He entered pop right, culture, which is the reason why he's considered the best. I'm talking about basketball. Most people that in, talk about Michael Jordan are not even bas- people that watch basketball for real. Well, you're not, I'm talking about basketball. Who's a better basketball player? I don't care what shoes he. Look, but I'm what telling you, he's into it. He entered pop culture, so that's why people talk about Who is the best basketball player? I don't care about the shoes. I don't care about the character. I don't care about what he did, what he brought Mm -hmm. to that. I'm saying, pound for pound, who is the better basketball player? It's debatable. That's what I'm saying. So you having the biggest ego and saying you're definitively the best is... But how many people... Like, if everybody... That's that's ego. If majority of people say Jordan's the best, why wouldn't he believe he's the best? useful outside of sports. Why doesn't he believe he's the best? Why doesn't he? Yes. Or why wouldn't he? Yes. Because there's an argument to me be made that he's not. But if majority of people so say... So there's no way... But if majority of people say you're... Okay, for instance... There's no way if we at took all a poll, If hungry. we took a poll and was like, ask, who what, who, who do y'all like better? Who do y'all like better listening to? Me, uh, Kalen, or Debo? And majority of people that. say you. They'll do that. Majority of <laughs> say, say... They would say me. You would be like, yeah, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Okay, but okay. If we're being honest, and then what? We're why, joking though. Like, in all honesty, why wouldn't you feel like you're better if majority of people say that? Okay, it, we even okay for that. We do that. We even do that. We always ask people who's more mature out of me and you. you okay, but I'm, you're making it seem like I said ego is bad. I never said that ego is bad unless it gets to narcissism, like a narcissistic point or egotistical. Like you have a few facts behind it, then yeah, at that point. The, the further you move up, the more people that say you're the best. Eventually, yeah, you're gonna have the ego is naturally gonna grow, but it gets to a certain point where it's like, it's excessive. Like we said, like egotistical. There's a spectrum, and once you start getting over the egotistical side, then it's too much. And I think Michael Jordan's definitely over there. I would. I would yeah. too. Oh, like bro, like if okay, you're the best just, player to ever. Like if you're. I honestly the best feel like without his shoe deal. 
Is that his studio? He would not be considered as, as great. You're considered the best basketball player to ever touch a basketball. Why would you not feel like you you run the world? And at one point he did. Like in his life, mm-hmm. he probably at did that point, run yeah. the world. At that point, he did. But if he wasn't an, if he wasn't an athlete, what would he be running? They took like if, if sports stopped being relevant, what would he? Be? I don't know. He'd probably find something else to be good at. Would his ego be? Would that help him at all? He'd probably be something good. Something good at. But he would still have. I feel like he's naturally competitive and has a drive. That's different. And one, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, but like driving, hard work, and but it's not, yeah, it would feel him to be. It would feel him to be better at something else. And that would and then and and Does his ego would feel him. It would no like that competitive oh, drive. his competitive drive would envelop a ego. Because he would be better at something else. Mm-hmm. Probably, maybe he... I don't know what they do. So his ego... You think his ego would be the driver of his success? And something else? I feel like his, the fact that he's working so hard and doing mm-hmm. all this, once he gets good at what he does and he becomes the best at it, his ego will drive him. But if he's already the best, what, 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 when you're already the best, what, is, what use is all the ego? Okay. You, I'd see, I, I can see it helping him along the way, but once you're already the best, what use is the ego? There's yeah. no use. It's yeah, just to yeah, let okay. people know where they stand. Just keep people in check? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. That, that's, but that's where I get, like, it's too much. Like, athletes, we already agreed that athletes... So, wait, Caitlin. So, if you, if, if you were Michael Jordan, would you not have a big ego? If I was Michael Jordan? Yes. Like, I mean, naturally, my ego is gonna be bigger than most people, but yeah. his is like you wouldn't you wouldn't feel like you run the shit. You're like you're I, on, you're on top of. The I'm world. pretty humble. I oh, even based off the definition of humble, I can't even say I'm humble because I I don't downplay my importance. I don't think I don't have a big ego, but I'm not humble based off the definition. Like especially on when we're in, like think about it, like a. The, the person at the end of a bench on an NBA team is only humble, in my opinion, or close to humble because they have no choice. Like, they're not one of the best players. So, this, what is the point of you even talking? Like, <laughs> we're not listening. Nobody cares, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Go cheer. Like, they're literally forced. But if they started moving up the ranks and becoming better and better, I don't think any of the top players are humble. I feel like I'm humble. Hmm. Do you think if you became better, you'd be humble still? Or mm-hmm. like if you started reaching the top of whatever you do? Mm. I don't think so. Um, yeah. I feel like only in basketball I wouldn't be humble. Anything else I would. Uh, that's because you channeled it into basketball. I think most athletes do that. Yeah, but like... It's if, there still. If, you just figured out when to use it. Uh, even if it was basketball, I probably would still be humble, honestly. I feel like I don't get anything out of... The only time I'm not humble is when I'm playing with my friends. So like, like when we go and we play ones, that's when I start. Like that's when I'm not humble. Mm-hmm. I start talking. Outside of that, I think I'm. I think I think I'm very humble. Mm. I feel I'm more of like an Andrew Luck type of guy. I help people up. All right, I'm polite. You talk so much trash. I said like literally when I'm with my friend. That's the only time. Yeah, <laughs> you talk so much trash. That's when I'm comfortable. That's ridiculous. But that's when I'm comfortable. Okay. Because you can't guard me. Like simple. Oh my god. 
So I'm looking at this. I'm Michael Jordan, and you're Craig Elo. Like, that's how I feel. Okay, I'm okay. I think we can sort of like wrap it up because we've touched on all our broad points. So this, I wanted to wrap it up with. So we we basically established that. Athletes have more ego than most people, but it's 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 necessary for what they're doing because it's being an athlete in it within itself is an excess. Like within society, it's you're doing something to an obsessive level, so it's not normal. Like nothing's normal about it. You're obsessed. You're obsessing about it. I agree. It takes it takes a lot. Like being an athlete right now and not not even being at playing at the highest level it takes a lot of like mm -hmm. toll like it takes a lot of hard work and energy so even getting to that level it takes dedication it's an obsession it's well like, that's mm -hmm. what when people say it's a, like when they say they love the game they actually love the game because even on days that they don't feel like going to the gym mm -hmm. they have to right hmm. okay so do you think this last piece so do you think that if athletes were like, if they were no longer, if sports stopped the next day or tomorrow, you think their self-esteem would be the same? And like, how would their, I really would just talk on, because obviously their lifestyle would probably change. You think their ego and their self-esteem would be the same? Um, and would that, would their ego, be, would their self-esteem be the same? That's really the main thing I want to. Um. I believe yes. Their self-esteem? Yes. And their confidence? Yes. I think it would be the same without yes. the sports? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we can pretty much wrap that up. We touched pretty much everything. So, uh, we're going to put this episode Wait, on. do you think their self-esteem wouldn't be the same? Do I? Yeah. Oh, why? you got to put me on the spot. Uh, I don't think so. Because wow. self-esteem is like, it's like, confidence and if you're not because like I said I think the only their ego and all that only works within the sphere of athletics yeah. I don't think their self esteem would be I feel like the same being who they naturally are like like I don't know you're not doing what built your ego like you're not able to do what built like your LeBron's ego LeBron's still 6'8 six, 6'9 six, in, in a society without sports he's just a weird tall dude He's, he's just weird six, and tall. He's still six nine. That two, doesn't help him at all. Now he's just six. Now he just can't fit in the car. Okay, but he's still six nine. Two sixty with tats. I don't know what. Like he, I see still. He's, he's, he's physically imposing. Exactly. Right? He's probably gonna still have confidence just by the mere fact that he's physically imposing. I guess. I guess Boban is not. He's just gonna be tall. <laughs> Taco Fall is just going to be tall. <laughs> He's just not going to be able to find clothes. You got to go to big and tall. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, not being an athlete, self-esteem is going to be, I think it would be shattered. I feel like it would be weird for a little bit, but they'll adjust. Like, I, like just being that big, and I feel like that's, it's still, you still have confidence. I, yeah, you find ways to build your confidence, but... Definitely, they can do other things though. They don't have to have what in the world is Taco Fall doing? All right, bro, other than basketball, bro, knitting sweaters, bro. biking, he's cycling, he's gonna go biking, tour de France. No, 
What is he gonna do? Alright, bro. Now I'm talking for you. Choose the one like He's the tallest good. person in the planet. <laughs> Can we choose a normal person? You can work at a nine to five. Alright. Alright, bro. I need a job that Taco Fall would do. That's you gotta <laughs> He's not doing anything else, bro. He's gonna it's gonna take a while for him to adjust. His self steam's gonna be shattered. That's tough. Okay. So we're gonna wrap this up because you you get on my nerves at this point. Like I said, I'm right. So basically we're uh, we're gonna put this uh, we're gonna Bro, I don't me again. We're gonna put this episode on uh you know the Instagram page and you know, like we normally do. Uh, y'all put y'all's comments and all that and how you feel about it. We're going to put certain questions that we talked about in this episode. And y'all put y'all's comments and how y'all feel. Uh, and this has been episode four with your boy. It's Kalen. It's your boy Debo. Thank you for everybody's tuning in. I really appreciate it. It's We've just, noticed all the followers growing. We yeah. really appreciate it. And it's like, this is our, this was our first month of recording our podcast. So I'm really proud of like just the people that keep supporting us and mm-hmm. helping us and giving us feedback. I really appreciate y'all. And you know, it's been it's been one month. Please include please month. include your feedback because we're trying out different things, you know, uh audio wise and like how we talk and links of episodes, trying out see what works. So please include your feedback so we can grow and become better uh as we keep doing this. And then mm-hmm. please leave your comments so we can Maybe we can start shouting y'all out if if y'all leave comments. Bro. But yeah, we just really want to have conversations about this because a lot of these topics we just like talking about them. Yeah. So we really just want to have. We might we might at you. you know, <laughs> never know. All right, we're out of here. Peace. I just like the sound.